Michelle Constant on SAFM. So I have to tell you that uh, slowly, slowly the studios in the SABC are cooling down, which may be why I'm sounding like a crazed rabbit at the moment. But it's because the studios are absolutely boiling. Now, fortunately, they're starting to close to, to cool down just a little. And uh, as we were laughing and saying, well, you would think that we all had menopause because these hot flashes from the studios are causing us to really just heat up majorly. So what is menopause? We thought we'd like to uncover it. Everybody is talking about it, but nobody's talking about it as well. We talk about it amongst ourselves, but we don't actually ask each other what it is and find out more in trying to understand it. Dr. Tabojo Deo is a fertility specialist and a director at the Genesis Reproductive Center. Dr. Deo, thank you so much for joining us. Hello, Dr. Deo. Okay, we seem to have lost you. Yeah, you see him. It's just, that's the heat getting to the lines. Not sure where Dr. Deo is, but we will try and get hold of Dr. Deo. And uh, we want to talk about uh, menopause. Do you know what menopause is? Do you experience menopause as part of our health feature here on the show? And uh, how do you deal with it? Because there can be various different uh, experiences for menopause or perimenopause, which is the transitioning period before you go into the one and the other. Dr. Deo, you're on the line now. Can you hear me now? I can hear you loud and clear. I hope our listeners can too. Dr. Deo, thank you so much for joining us. For those of our listeners who may be trying to understand what menopause is, what is it and what is perimenopause? Thank you very much for that wonderful question, Michelle. Menopause is a diagnosis that is made retrospectively after a woman has come to a period of six months to a year without period. And uh, it happens from the age of about 45 to 55, but as of the age of 40, it is normal. It's divided into three stages, perimenopausal, menopause, and postmenopausal. Perimenopausal is a few years because it's a slow progressive uh, condition. It's a natural phenomenon, by the way, and under which, like within that few years, towards the point where ultimately there are no periods at all. And this perimenopause is associated with quite a few symptoms like hot flashes, poor sleep, vaginal dryness, loss of concentration, urinary frequency. Yeah, some things like that, Michelle. You know, uh, one of the things that we were reading about with regards to the story is this idea that, that there is a stigma attached to it and that many women won't talk about it. They won't talk about it in their workspace. They won't uh, raise it because there is, is a perceived stigma. So what is that about? Yeah, I saw that Vodafone did a study uh, where they were looking at the women in the workplace in South Africa, UK, and and they picked up that women were off work and they did not disclose that they, they had these menopause symptoms. And the stigmatization is from embarrassment, I think, more than anything, ostracization, and not being taken seriously. So if you are having this uh, fatigue, loss of energy, loss of concentration, and you're not sleeping well, I mean, if you just say to uh, your boss that I can't come to work because I'm getting hot flashes and I'm not concentrating well and I'm not sleeping well, it sounds like you're faking and they can't put their finger to 
what actually is wrong with you. And because of that, people don't actually come forward with these symptoms. So how does one deal with this? And how do um, people in the corporate space deal with this? So, for example, you go, you, as you say, you, you send a message saying, I haven't slept well, I've, I've had hot flushes, I'm not feeling well, whatever, the, because it's all a hormonal issue. Um, what is the response that one should be able to get from, the, um, the, from your HR, etc.? Uh, the first thing that HR should do is to actually educate. I mean, which is something that I've seen that Verifone and them are doing, which is very commendable, to educate, especially senior level managers and HR, uh, about this condition of menopause. Because with the emancipation of women, we are seeing more and more women being in the boardroom and in senior positions as well as in areas of, of influence. So we should be able to come forward and uh, be able to tell your bosses that, you know, I've been okay, but of late now I'm just having this general feeling of unwellness. And a person should be given time off to actually sort themselves out, go and see a doctor, and be able to just get what the diagnosis is, because it's also a mimica. There are other conditions like thyroid conditions that the person could be having. And once you figure out what is going on and, how best to manage it, then you can get back to work and be the, the you know, the lively person, productive uh, person, employee that you are. So what are some of the um, treatments that one can take? I mean, possibly hormone replacement. What else could could be used uh, to, to support uh, proper engagement in the world if you have menopause? Okay. So the first thing is lifestyle. So it's very important. Exercise, exercise, exercise. If you're smoking, stop smoking because smoking can actually make you to get to early menopause. Uh, Alcohol in moderation because it can exacerbate hot flushes. Uh, Hot drinks, coffee can also make it worse. So cut down on that. Rather take uh, cold fluids. We think that uh, soy products may improve um, uh, hot flushes especially. So these are non-medical conditions. Exercise, it is thought that yoga and uh, acupuncture may help. There's no strong, robust evidence about biomedicals at this stage yet. Yeah. And then from there you talk about... What do you about call about, what is a biomedical? Biomedical will be like your black cohosh, and, you know, medicine that actually is um, not necessarily pharmaceutical, you know, something mm. that you can uh, be able to use over-the-counter, have our medication or stuff like that. And this, we, we, we don't have robust studies about that. Okay, so we need more, more studies on that. We need more evidence about that. I mean, I suppose in closing, Dr. Doe, um, when you look at that Vodafone research, which did uh, investigate the fact that 33% of women said they hid their symptoms at work. What What's quite important is that a lot of people said that they felt they couldn't ask for help. And a lot of women felt that they just felt too embarrassed to ask for help. How do we change that as we move forward? How do we open up the conversation? Um, you know, I mean, we talk about so many different things on this show, and this is one of many things to talk about and make people realize that actually... This is hard, and yet it's just part of being in life. 
I think one of the things that can be done, I mean, this is the first step, Michelle, and I really have to commend the SAFM to actually be doing this, to actually educate people out there about yeah. it, educate the, the workspace, and to just uh, make women to feel comfortable to speak about it. And I mean, days like uh, Women's Day, we should use them to actually speak openly about this condition so that it can become easier to yeah. then be able to come forward and say, this is what is wrong with me. Yeah. So mention it, talk about it, enter it into the public space, turn it into something that's not to be hidden, but just as part of the process moving forward. Dr. Tabojo Day is a fertility specialist and director at Genesis Reproductive Center. So there we have it. Many people uh, experience menopause between the ages of 45 and 55. But as she says, you could be at early as 40 and start to experience that, ladies. So if you're feeling maybe you're getting hot flushes, maybe you're not sleeping, maybe your temper is just all over the place, you're emotional, uh, you've got low moods, you've got anxiety, maybe it's time to just go and get tested. And also time to speak out about it as well and make sure.